It's time to tee it high and let it fly. This is the Edwin Watts Golf Hour, only on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Now, the Edwin Watts Golf Team. Hey, good morning, Jacksonville. Welcome to the Edwin Watts Golf Shop Radio Hour. I'm Tom Ashton, the old pro, with my partner in crime caddy, Mike Correo. We got Dr. Chris Kopp in the box with us today. Chris in the box on the tech board, and we are going to bring the golf to you for the next hour live. So welcome to the show. We're brought to you by Ping Golf. Play your best. And how do you do that? You go to your local Edwin Watts Golf Shop and check out all the Ping product line that they have to offer with the golfing experts from A to Z, beginner to expert, lefty, righty, ladies, and juniors. We are brought to you by Wolf Retirement Navigation, helping you find the retired fairways of life down all your favorite golf courses because when you retire, you're going to play a lot more golf. We know that for a fact. Brought to you by University of North Florida Golf Complex. Home away from home to build your game for a lifetime. Lit driving range. Par 3 nine-hole golf course called the Shoe. Why? It's in the shape of a horseshoe. It takes you around and around and around and around. And guess what? With a paying purchasing adult, 12 and under children play free with that adult. All right? They have all kinds of promotions going on, and we'll throw those out during the show. So check that out. A plethora of golf instructors. Uh, I'm one of them. Uh, so uh, check us out if you want to learn and build a golf game. And we're brought to you by Edwin Watts Golf Shop, a division of Worldwide Golf Shop. So when you travel, go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and look up a location that's going to be in the vicinity where you're going to be to take care of all your golf needs. Guys, welcome to the show. Mike, good to see you. Chris, good to see you. Chris, good to see you. Good morning, Tom. Yeah, Chris, good morning, Chris. Chris, 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 Mike, Tom. Chris good, squared. Good morning. Good morning, Tom. Man, a lot uh, going on in golf, golf yes, today. Yes, it is. As a matter of fact, I'm going to use your fancy word again, plethora. You oh. know, you could have said a lot of things, but you said plethora before, and, and then you were, were getting ready to talk about a plethora. That's the same meaning, right? A lot of things. <laughs> a lot of things. That's like, you know, in the golf swing. You have a plethora of thoughts okay. going through your mind. You're not supposed to. I, You're not supposed hey, to. Hey, You're not supposed hey, to. Hey, hey Chris, both Chris's, I apologize <laughs> now for bringing that up because unfortunately, Tom is going to do this and he might sing later. Oh, gosh. So we'll see how it goes. I am working Thanks on well, that. I am working Thanks on He's got a radio voice, okay. so I'm sure he's got a singing voice. I am working no, on. No, no, no. Hey, listen, no, Chris, that is that. Those do not correlate. Please? No, no. Uh, okay. Could you please get the cat that drugged Chris Cop in and have that cat dra- uh, drag said person uh, out of here, Chris? You're Ma- the producer, listen, right? Listen, can we matter of fact, the karaoke machine on no, or something. I ha- and- no, I have proof that that doesn't correlate. Chris, you got technology in the box, right? You I can't, do. You here, can tweak some see, things, can't you? Listen. This this is how you know radio voice does not equal singing voice. Okay. <laughs> is this Dan Hicken singing this now or what is this? Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, I can't take it anymore. All right, we're going to talk about the human body <laughs> and the, the golf swing and uh, how things and you can maybe avoid injuries and uh, be yeah. in better shape with Dr. Mm-hmm. Chris Kopp. And Chris, how do we reach you for our oh. listeners? Oh, info at premierptjax.com is the direct email 904-996-6922 904-996-6922 premierptjax chris cop physical therapist jacksonville 
any of that kind of good stuff. Yeah, you know, th- thanks for having me in today, Caddy Mike. And Thank I were talking you. a little bit about um, um, about Charlie, and you know, I was just I uh, you know I just had run in some experiences here recently skiing last weekend, talking to uh, some parents of a college golfer on the ski lift as you do sometimes. And uh, they actually knew a junior golfer that I was working with here in town. So mm-hmm. uh, we can talk a little bit about, you know, junior and amateur and college yes. golf and stuff like that and the challenges that they face. You know, I was talking to Scott Schroeder from UNF just recently about the challenges he has as a UNF coach at a, at a smaller conference compared to the power fives that are going on. He has yeah. NIL challenges just like. Um, yeah. And, and, and if, you, if you think of UNF, what, uh, how high a level of the golf is Nick yeah. Galbersek, one right. of the best uh, amateur golfers in the country, top three in the PGA. Uh, yeah. He, he just won the, um, the Florida Gator Invitational, his ninth win, nine wins already right. in college. And, and you shoot 12 under. I mean, yeah. it's a different world for these players. So, one of the things that I've noticed, Chris, is very early on, they make fitness, whether it be golf specific or yep. other fitness and health, is is enjoined with it in order to compete at the levels and with the players they're competing with. Yeah, on the college level, it's a little challenging for them because, um, for instance, the one player that I'm working with who's from Notre Dame, a female player, their trainer is the trainer that's across multiple sports. And so... Okay. You know, some of the issues she's having is the exercises and the training regimen they have for the golf team isn't necessarily golf specific, and it certainly is not player specific. And that's where, you know, the TPI might be lacrosse kind of or some other yeah, team you know, event they're just doing power. Like that. So mm-hmm. that's that's a bit of an issue. And then, uh, you know, the challenges that UNF have, it's amazing that they can get a player of that caliber because they are in the same um, situation that some of the smaller schools go as far as recruiting. And, and the NIL challenges and things on those lines. The Power Five schools, you know, offer stipends of, you know, five or $6,000 a semester, free food, and then other opportunities. And I was talking to Scott, and, he, and I was like, well, at least, you know, all of A-Sun is in that same boat. And he was like, Chris, I'm not trying to win the A-Sun. I'm trying to win a national title. And, you know, and I'm like, so I get, I get what he's saying. So it's, it is what it is. It's the field they have to deal with right now. But um, from that as- aspect, from a recruiting standpoint, and then from a training standpoint, Unfortunately, you know, on the college level, the resources aren't quite there, particularly in the smaller schools, to have a, a golf-specific performance person working with sure. their team that they probably should and or, prepare them. Or, or a whole program like Alabama right. does and Florida right. does right. and whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we see stuff on YouTube or, or what have you. There's, you know, there's, there's a bunch of stuff out there. Um, but again, just like you do at Edwin Watts, we've talked about this multiple times, you have to be evaluated as you as a player, your body type. Custom fitting your, for everything. Your flexibility, your limitations, yes. your strengths your strengths and weaknesses, and then your program should be catered around to you, not to the team necessarily. You know, And, and that's just how it is. That's and a great point as you become for a pro, an individual sport. As you yeah. become a pro, then you obviously have resources at your disposal where you can now hand have your team and so on. Correct. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Well, okay. you know, I, uh, as I've said in the past, when is an amateur – not an amateur any longer. And with the nil, okay, and that's the uh, name, image, likeness deal that came through for the amateur athletes. Right. That brings some financial gain to them. Yes. Okay, which surpasses the monetary guidelines of what you're allowed to win as an amateur or not. So with this nil program in place now to schools and that can be junior high high school college, okay depending on the golfer right so yeah you have a school like 
uh, a small university that financially can't fund, help fund, bring their players. You know, because the big schools, they've been, these players have been getting the money. So they've. That's correct. Are they amateurs any longer? Probably not. No. But so what if individuals, they want to play so bad, they love the sport so bad, whether it's basketball, it doesn't matter. Right. Okay. They take their nil money and help fund their way and the team in the school, right? That would be the smart thing to do. Some of that money is deferred, you know, so. You know, I don't know all the ins and outs of that. Sometimes that money they don't get right away, but certainly it gives them the opportunity to start customizing uh, their team a little bit. You know, uh, um, real quick, I had a player, yes, a football player here, local football player. He's a junior in high school, and he already has an NIL ranking of something uh, as a junior in high school. I mean, all right. pretty amazing. All right, when we come back, we're going to uh, – we got a lot of topics today. You know, Charlie's out there, and uh, waste management is – well, they're – Resetting. Anyway, we'll be back here on the Ed and Watts Golf Shop Radio Hour in just a few minutes. Brought to you by Ping Golf. Play your best. Live on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. You're listening to the Edwin Watts Golf Hour on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Welcome back to the show this Saturday morning. It's beautiful outside. Hey, one thing's for sure. We're sliding into spring quickly. And you're going to want to do two things. You're going to want to get your body into shape for the upcoming golf season. So what do you do? You contact Premier Physical Therapy or call 904-996-6922. Set yourself an appointment for an evaluation and let's get going. The second thing you do is you go to your local Edwin Watts Golf Shop, either located at Ponte Vedra Beach, A1M Butler, or on the south side, Phillips Highway and Shad Road, and see the experts to analyze your bag for the new season. And what are you going to put in your bag? Well, I wouldn't hesitate to put the new Ping G430 Max 10K driver in your bag and the new S159 Wedge Series in your bag. Why? Because where we live especially... You've got to be accurate off the tee with your driver. That's correct. You cannot be more accurate than with the Ping G430 yeah. 10K driver. There's no nothing worse than lying three in the fairway because you you know sprayed it off well, the tee. Well, and, and we're getting ready to get a little bit warmer. The fairways are firming up. So with the, the low spin characteristics of this driver, it just, unless you don't want to hit it farther and straighter or beat your uh, buddies uh, yeah. and take money from when you, you finish be, playing. You know, now, if you don't want to do that, then well, you know, I got some other recommendations like, for you. Hey, if you want to play uh, cost per shot, you know, hey, yeah, you want to shoot 120 because it's cheaper that way. But, you know, some well, of us want to, you know, maybe play, uh, only have to pay uh, play a, little their more, best, a little more money I per hear. shot. You know? So the 10K stands for 10,000 MOI. That's as high as it's allowed. Jeez. That's accuracy, folks. And guess what? We have sand in Florida. Really? Yeah. Huh. So you're going to need to check, put some of the new Ping S159 Tour wedges in your Ooh. bag. How do you figure out the bounces and all that kind of stuff, Tom, on those wedges and things like that? Bounce is relatively simple, okay? If, you have, uh, if you're hitting off hard pan, you need low bounce. Okay. If you're hitting off fluffy lies, you need higher bounce. So for Florida, lower lower bounce mostly because our, our our stuff's harder. Stuff is pretty it? hard, firm yeah, yeah. Bermuda. What about bunkers? Uh, it's it's relatively the same. If you as long bounce is important if you learn how to use it. Otherwise, it means yeah, nothing. That's okay. right. Okay. Now the yeah. basic rule is if you're a steep attack angle, you need a higher bounce number. 
All right. Steep attack angle, higher bounce number. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. If you are shallow on your approach to the ball, you need less bounce. So if you're like a more of like a flop shot kind of guy, that's a, a lower bounce. Like, you know, if you're going to do that kind of thing. Or... Well, that's your attack angle approaching the, through the, the lower it part probably, of the ball. It, it probably would it take a little more skill to have the, the, the clip it, the shallow angle, as opposed to when you it say does. steep, picking yeah. it up and dropping it down, which way you well, more ball position, bounce. Ball position means more a bounce, lot. like more help. You right. Could, yeah. You can you have the ball position right because if you don't have the ball position right, then you're going to skull it. So there's right. a lot. More higher bounce number yeah. is more forgiving. A 12 or okay. so yeah. the versus high handicap, a 6. The high handicap player needs, needs more. a medium to higher bounce because they're, they're too steep anyway on their attack. Right. Well, that's good to know. So on their basic. 56 degree sand wedge they should have like a 12 maybe now does the bounce preference change if your club is the 60 lob or you're playing this type of shots versus clip shots or tight shots well i think you know versus the traditional one or even a a higher caliber player probably needs a little more versatility but i think a lower caliber player probably just needs something more consistent yes your your better players generally tend to play mid to lower bounce right a ball had negative four degrees bounce on his wedges jeez well, of course, that was Jose okay. Maria. Yeah, so, who's mean, got Sevy whispering in his ear? Every yeah, time he yeah. Gets I watched. Wedge. I was I was spending the day with Don White and McGregor up in Albany when McGregor was in business, mm-hmm. and Don White is one of the elite club grinders and head shapers and builders of all time. Okay, he built. You know, all the no matter what clubs they were playing, Johnny Miller, Nicholas Palmer, they would send their clubs to Don White at McGregor, oh. and he would. Shape them, grind them, bend them, wait, right? I mean, the guy was amazing. Right. So I watched him build a set of wedges for a Laza ball pre-Masters one year. And they all had negative, this negative <laughs> bounce. Say, well, what am I, I supposed to do with I that? I can't even think about what that yeah, means right? exactly. What am I I'm supposed a scientist to do with and that? I can't even get my brain around it's like, like, oh, it, it, it turns the other way. This, yeah, will, right? this will make the ball go down <laughs> I don't know. instead of up. I no, mean, I what can't figure the, that out. So here's here's a little something for you. Vamos. Uh, Here, here's a little tip of the day, food for thought. That Don't people, do that. That's my first tip. That people are not aware of. Okay. So you have uh, the number six on your iron. Yeah. Okay. You, six iron. You mean? Yeah. What is what does that mean to you? Six like iron. How far I hit it usually? Between the, it's between the five and the seven. It, it doesn't. Like gapping, you mean? I guess I don't know. It's I like, don't know what the loft is. I never did. And I don't, no. I don't know if a bounce or whatever. I know it's I know a it forge. I know it's a forge club, and you know okay. that's it. One sixty-five. Right. That's what I think of. All right, all right. Buckle in. You, you know, put put on your safety buckles. Oh gosh, this oh, is no. early. It's going to get take the turbulence are coming here. Okay. Well, did you know that that six also stands for that is the degree of approach and attack angle on the downswing for that particular club? What? No, it is. I don't believe that. Yeah, I, I was like. I know because I know five. A five like, is too. What, like no, like my rogue is like twenty degrees. Do gotcha. you have a, a lie detector? So is that loft? Wait, is it is no, the approach that, that, angle? No, your, attack angle. Your, you know, like you know, the, if the, you can swing good. What? Right. <laughs> it's six and five, <laughs> four, and three. That's for a so one a, is very straight. That's for a, a good standard lie approach swing on a ball. Like huh. you know, a driver, it's on a tee, so they go well. You either. Ascend up through the ball on your right, tee right, shot, right. or you attack down. Okay. Okay. Nowadays, a lot of the tour players have gone to a negative about two degree attack angle with their drivers because right. the balls aren't spinning, so they got to launch them. Yeah. Traditionally, right, low. okay. Traditionally, 
you wanted a, about a two to four degree up attack angle, okay, meaning that the driver bottomed out and now it's on the upswing right. before it struck the ball. Yeah. So what that means is if you've got a seven iron, your attack angle is a seven degree, huh. right? Interesting. Yeah, just a little oh, tidbit no. for everybody. No. Ah, no. See, I, got, you know, I no. need another sip of coffee. Not no, really it's not head. about that. It's the you fact said, that we don't I, need a plethora of thoughts in our golf swing, and it, now it, i got to think about my six iron is coming in at six degrees. Tom, yeah, how about that? Tom oh just ruined every iron <laughs> I hit in the near future because I will be thinking. I'll say, hey, Pete, you know I'm coming at this with a seven degree launch. And I say, should I play the oh, six degree launch or the man, five degree launch? I missed that, shot. I, missed that Boy, shot. I came in at I got five no and a half chance. degrees. Yeah. Doggone it. I meant to come in at six. And I All came right. In so, at what wow. I did there is Tom I just. Tom is not a nice person. I just gave you a way to yeah, get into You, some, you gave it to you. I gave you, you a right. way to get into oh, one of your planes. I want to know is what wedge to go by, darn it. And now I got to think about it. We're this. on now. Or... All right. Well, you now have a way to get into your opponent's mind on the golf course. <laughs> exactly. All right. Hey, let's go to Gary on the line. Gary, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing this fine morning? Awesome. Absolutely My brain's fantastic. spinning, but I'm okay. What's it's a beautiful up? day outside. And I'm, I'm not trying to denigrate your boy, uh, Tiger Woods' son, Mike, but I knew that well, well, that was going to happen. 86. A 12 on a hole. I can do that, Tom. But I'm a hack. I can score 11 on a hole. Yeah. Yeah, could you go on plus no. four the rest of the way, though? I mean, let's just be real for a second now, you know. But two other things, guys. You were talking about that club maker, uh, Tom. How good actually was Arnold Palmer as a club maker, club designer, compared to that guy? And uh, you were talking about course management with that caller last week. And I'd like to hear you guys' comments. And you were talking about Seve, Mike, as a risk taker. How many, how many more majors could a Greg Norman or a Seve Ballesteros won, or big tournaments in general, if they had a Jack Nicholas mind instead of uh, the 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 go terrible course management. Well, uh, I I I, I kind of got to kind of disagree on that. You have to be yourself. Yeah. Seve couldn't have played golf life Nicholas or Faldo, and neither could Norman, and neither could that. It, it's they didn't have his distance in, either. In certain way. instances, decisions were made or poor shots were struck. I think a lot. Everybody said yes. Norman should have won the Masters. Maybe could have won a lot more major I, I, I tournaments. And and Seve, uh, you know, maybe a few, a couple more Masters. Seve was great. The Masters at the Open, not so much the U.S. PGA or the U.S. Open with his game. But I disagree. I disagree. Don't you agree, Tom? That has to come to a point where common sense and course management take over. That uh, that idea that you can't play uh, any other way, I think, is garbage, Tom. Yeah, well, the, the issue, the issue, Gary, well, is uh, uh, Nicholas uh, the wishes issue, he had Seve short game. I'll tell you that right the now. The issue, the issue, Gary, is everybody leaves common sense behind at one point or another during a round of golf, and they go home and they look at the wall going. God, you idiot. What did I just do? What? I mean, look at uh, Phil Nicholas Mickelson leads. and yeah. Jeff Ogilvie, yeah. the U.S. Open. Yeah. Uh, Mick I mean, Mickelson went brain dead. And he has, he has, I'm like, you know, let's be real. He's got some common sense, right. okay? Right. We all do. Right. He just left it somewhere else yeah. on the golf course. Jack and, also leads okay. the number, he has the number, most second place finishes of all, right? He's like, his second place finishes are like, uh, off the chart, days, off right? the chart. So there's a lot that he didn't win. Um, it's just golf, you know. And I think Jack had that definitely had that mentality of kind of let it fly and go find it. But he he had that killer instinct that Tiger has. Only a few guys can really have that that 
uh, ultimate killer instinct to, to really put somebody away and maybe Greg and, and, and what about what, what about Palmer Tom and his uh, his place in the, the, the club making uh, yeah Arnie the, Arnie had guys Arnie came up with ideas but he had guys that made the clubs okay yeah. uh, so Arnie was not like a great he was a he was one of the great tinkerers of clubs absolutely uh, I've been in he the basement. Was a good at, grip I've been in the basement. At Bay, I've been in the basement at Bay Hill. I mm. mean, okay, when Mr. Palmer was there, yeah. And I mean, that has nothing to do with his barn. What he had in his barn right. up in Pennsylvania, but he wasn't a great club builder. There's a big right. difference. Right? Okay. Wasn't Nicholas McGregor? Wasn't weren't what, Nicholas yes. Irons? Weren't they? Weren't they McGregor backed yeah. or something like that? So mean, long, yeah. They put their stamp. They put their name on there. Doesn't necessarily mean that they were building them. Right. You know, Wilson. You know, these the other other vendors. Right. Would send the, their clubs to Don White and McGregor. Right. I don't care what they were right. stamped, what the vendor's name was on them, right. and Don did the work on them. Yeah. Okay. I, I appreciate it, gentlemen. Thanks, Thank Gary. Have a great weekend. All right. Now, Charlie, hey, look. Uh, the, the whole thing was about Charlie. It wasn't even about the, the pre-qualifying. No. It was really about Charlie. And Charlie's one of those individuals that is dad's a certain individual and dad's going to open a lot of doors for Charlie, but that doesn't mean he's going to succeed. It also could be just, you know, Charlie could have been bugging tiger. Like, Hey, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. And tiger might've said, okay, well, you think you're good. Let's go ahead. And that's why tiger didn't even show up. He was like, all right, dude, go out there and try it. See how, see what it's like. And then get a little, what's unfortunate is the heckling. I mean, that's just sad. And and that's just going to have to, that's just something Charlie's going to have to recognize. It's just, you wish, People had couth nowadays, but that's obviously that's out the window now. What we see across all sports, you know, all the the name calling and the, these fans think they can just say anything they want to any yeah, anybody they live without ramifications. That, on the and, fourth fairway, oh, they if someone just, called you that in public, you would probably turn around and like, hey, you can't talk to me that way. But they feel like they can talk to any. It, athlete it's they not want. just sports. Yeah, it, it's everywhere. Yeah, and I blame that on the smart phone yeah well <laughs> it opened up pandora's box well it's just you had this little insulation there like oh i'm untouchable so i can say whatever i want but i think i think it was a little lesson it could have been to charlie wanting to see what he could do and tiger says okay go see what you can do and um but tom and i i mean uh, caddy mike and i were talking a little bit this morning and uh you know i agree i think you know going down the amateur road and and having some fun that way might be a nice path for him i don't know what you guys think i agree you know i mean uh, jack people don't realize how many amateur events Jack played in mm-hmm. before he got to the pro level. Right. So, yes, that's an experience you have to go through. Jumping up like, okay, I'm 12 and I'm a plus 10 handicap and I'm going to qualify for tour events right. around the world. Good luck. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like when someone wins their first major. They were a great player, but now mentally they're destroyed because now their whole schedule changes. Their oh, whole yeah. life changes because – they have to reorganize how they live every single day, how they think every single day. Golf's about managing expectations, and you know I have a mm-hmm. problem with that. You know when I play with some you know good players, and I'm and I'm not playing as as well as I think I should play, and then I have to be reminded that well, you know, Chris, you're a full time physical therapist, and <laughs> yeah. you have a lot of things on your plate, and how yeah. often do you get to you play didn't golf? Practice your eight expectations hours yesterday. Need to be in check here a little bit. You know, you're not gonna mm-hmm. you're not gonna play how you would like to play when you don't get to play enough. And you see that even like Billy Horschel, what he shot that 80 something and then he comes yeah. back around and wins the fed. I mean, like even, even the best guys in the world who have all the opportunities to play as much golf as possible will 
shoot an 86, you know, for that matter. So we'll get a 12 on a hole. The individual that continually plays the best is the one that shows up with zero expectations. Yeah, that's so hard to do. It is hard to do, okay? Yeah. And one of the defeaters of all golfers, especially amateur golfers that, that haven't been down the tournament roads and, and been in events, we're not talking like your Saturday scramble and things like that. They, they, they go to the driving range with expectations, mm-hmm. but too high of expectations, and they don't know how to contain any expectations that they have. Yeah. There's yeah. that book, uh, what's it called? Zen Golf. Zen Golf. And uh, he talks about putting in there, and he goes, it's not about making a good putt, not making the putt. No, 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 That's right. So it's making a good putt. Did you make a good putt, and it just didn't go in the hole? Yeah, yeah. Made a good they, putt and didn't go in the hole. They, it, you, then it's, it was fine. It was a good. It was a good putt. It just didn't go in the they've hole. They've scientifically so proven several things and on putting, and, and a big one is they've proven that outside of three feet, it it's really there's a large percentage of luck if the ball goes in the hole. Right. I don't care how perfect your speed was or all this other stuff. There is some luck involved. Mm-hmm. So it's about how good of a putt was it. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I try to. I mean, I'm a good yeah. putter, and so I try to. I try to. My expectation is high in my putting, but I try to tell. Yes. Hey, I made a good putt there. It just didn't fall. Putting yeah. is a great equalizer. Yeah. You, you right. can really do well uh, at the end of it. But uh, we're yeah. going to equalize the show by going into our next break here All on right. the Ed Watts Golf Shop Radio Hour. We are brought to you by Ping Golf, Premier Physical Therapy, Wolf Retirement Navigation, Worldwide Golf Shops, and University of North Golf complex where you can build a game for a lifetime we'll be right back live here on 1010xl and 92.5 fm the the edwin watts golf hour on 1010xl 92.5 fm we are back did you know you could go over to the university of north florida golf complex and play nine holes on the shoe with four beers if you're 21 and plus with four beers and a pull cart all day, every day, just for thirty dollars. Wham. Okay, so hey, best deal around, best place to go to build your game for a lifetime. University of North Florida Golf Complex, and don't forget the juniors. They have junior golf clinics at the golf complex, covering all facets of the game. All right. Okay, got- so I can leave now. You guys don't need me anymore, do you? <laughs> well, I teach there Tuesday and Thursday afternoon, so I'm waiting for the time change to come around. I might be bouncing over there. I'm be right there. There you go. And also, hey, look, I, I, I teach there, among mm-hmm. other, you know, I travel and teach, but that's my home base. Mm-hmm. So if you want to build a game for a lifetime and you really want to learn the game, I, I teach the game. You're just teaching aspects. me on the break. Okay. So you can contact me at 904-990-3377 or email golfdetective at yahoo.com and we'll set up a lesson. All right. Well, let's go to Dave. Dave, good morning. How are you? Good, man. I got a couple of three, uh, three things real quick and I won't be long. Uh, yeah, this criticism of Charlie, uh, I guarantee you the people that have, that did criticize him, especially the ones that were at the course and so forth, I guarantee you they the, only, the closest they've ever came to playing stroke tournament golf, and it's not, is like you mentioned earlier, it's uh, the weekly scramble or a captain's choice. Or a Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's just an opportunity yeah. to beat on somebody they're jealous of, and that's basically what it yeah, comes down right, to. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, I will say this. It's going to be tough to, to uh, step into Tiger's shoes. Look at Gary Nicholas, you know. Um, yep. you know. I remember when he, um, he he did take Mickelson to sudden death, what, 30 years ago at Phoenix. But um, 
those are tough shoes to fill. Uh, but uh, another couple quick things. Um, my guy, uh, Cabrera, is back in the seniors. I don't know if you guys watch any of the Morocco tournament. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. Uh, you know, time change, I think. Uh, um, right, sure. But well, I, I, I was glad, and I think he's going to play in the – Argentine Open, which is a um, well, a corn fairy tournament, of course, uh, Augusta right. National. So, well, he he uh, he shot six over the first round. I was like, well, maybe he's a little rust or whatever. I would think so. Come, yeah, but he came back. But he did come back, and uh, he's two over now after uh, today's round. So there you uh, go. Why is so he your guy? And uh, one real quick thing too is, uh, did you happen to see? Um, uh, Brooks Kepka's comment about the Mexico Open. No, I did not. <laughs> this is, really? He tweeted this out. Uh, he was asked, uh, do you, how do you feel about not playing on the PGA Tour any longer? And he said, well, uh, you know, I grew up really wanting to play in the Mexico Open. And <laughs> tongue-in-cheek, of course. Right. And he says, uh, well, you know, they, it's only an $8 million uh, purse. My wife's purse costs more than that. Yeah, I'm sure I it does. To, I had to tweet him and say, hey, Brooks, do you think you could go out of your way and on a stretch and try to make a bigger alpha hotel out of yourself with that statement? You know? Yeah. Well, you know, I think if you watch that Netflix series, you kind of see where Brooks's head is sometimes. So, you know, yeah, not, yeah. he doesn't really carry that much uh, influence in, in my mind, but. You know, whatever. No, you not, not one bit, not one bit. Now, if someone gave anyway, me a bunch of money to go do the live, I would have a hard time saying no. I can just tell you that much right now. Yeah, so. Anyway, someone hired me to be a PT over there. I might. Yeah, have to you think too, about Dave. It. Thanks so very, very much, and uh, thanks for listening. It's good to hear from you, and uh, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. All right, so you know the fans were given. You know, they Charlie was experienced reality. Yep. And uh, you know it. It. It got to him, so he's got to learn to handle that. Yeah, so, he's 15 years old, too. I mean, goodness so gracious. I wanted to bring up real quick uh, is the Phoenix Open, the uh -oh. waste management, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, what, here's my real quick take on it. The players know what the environment was. Yep. They know going there, it's going to be a party. Yep. Okay? So I'm going there. Then the players are involved in the party. I mean, Zach Johnson's kicking, throwing footballs yeah. in the crowd. Yeah, and they're the way, come on, yeah, yeah. get loud. Kevin Kisner right. is commentating, all that stuff. But yeah. as soon as the crowd turns against you a little turns bit, turns against you a little bit, now Usually the players have a, a problem with it. Oh, no. It's like, no. you can't have your cake and eat no. it too. No. So don't come back. Let yeah. the players that want to have at least one week on tour where it's fun and enjoyable. Exactly. Okay. Let them come. The rest of you guys, you know, you're, you're a bunch of prunes. Stay home. Don't show up. We don't want hey. to hear from you. We don't want to hear your complaints about something that you knew was going to happen. Basketball players okay. had to hit free throws with guys screaming and waving things under the basket. I mean, come on. Give me a break. No, they're throwing ice and their drink sometime at them right. while they're shooting and, free throws. And, and they had a perfect storm of, of storms and whatever right. for one time, people coming in and out. But if you ask, if you, uh, know how much money the Thunderbirds has raised for that community oh, with all man. those tickets yeah. and all that stuff. It's one of them. It's people. one hole. It's only one hole of the yeah, whole of the 18 hole holes. on the event the last three. Whatever. So. You know. That's the, you know. Wah, wah. I mean, wah, I'm wah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I have no pity for the complainers. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And things don't, happen. And don't come to the you know, players. They're going to make some adjustments and 
Okay, yeah, but whatever. I, I will tell you because of some things they're going to do, they're going to lose some money, and that hurts the charity. It will. All because of the complaining of the tour players who knew this was going to happen. Well, it's unfortunate. We get the one squeaky wheel gets all the grease, and, and that's, you know, how we are in, in this world nowadays, which is, you know, kind of unfortunate. You know, it there is, you have to have some sort of limits to some things, but I agree with you, Tom. If, like, you know going in, it's that's why it's entertaining to watch on television. It's mm-hmm. one of my tournaments I like to watch. I like to watch the caddies racing to the green. I like the booing if you don't do something right. I mean, what? so it's a boo. Give me yeah. a break. You start throwing cups at you and stuff like that. Yeah. And you got to wear ski goggles because you're going to get stuff in your eyes. I don't, yeah. Maybe that's, I don't know how you control that necessarily. But, hey, that's the event. You know that's the event. Mm-hmm. You know that's the whole. And try to have some fun have some once fun. in a while. Goodness. You know? Of course, last week after Spieth signed the wrong scorecard, now it's a new debate. Now there's arguments from both sides saying, oh, well, we shouldn't have to keep our score any longer. Well, that's part of the tradition of the game. The majority of the individuals, you know, they they Who was he playing with? Did he not have back saying, hey, look, that's part of the game. That's the history of the game. He has been playing junior golf, keeping his score since he was 10 years old. And and the he gapped out just like you well, talked about. Well, and his job, his job is keeping your score Correct. and vice versa. And they say, well, shot link. Well, shot link person isn't there. They didn't see every the it's the responsibility of every golfer to pay attention. It's what eighteen the other scores guys. over Come on, four write, hours. Write, write it down. Uh, you walked he doubled eighteen five minutes from a, between holes. He, he bogeyed seventeen, doubled eighteen. Yeah. He didn't look and he took off. So it's 100% on Jordan. Yes. And, you uh, ask your caddy, what did I get on that it's hole? It's not that It's hard. not like he had a 23 on the hole. Right. What, and he well, now i got to stop and think about this. Right. I was one uh, off the tee, right. two in the low woods. What, back, what, you know, with mean, your buddies, you're like, hey, I got a seven. You got a seven there? Are you sure? Haven't they watched Caddy oh, Shack? Hang on, when the right. bishop, when the bishop I did made a, a seven? I, I forgot. I dubbed that chip. That well, one. Charlie made what? It was a 14? 12. A 12 on the hole, and he got the scorecard right. He sure did. He's a what? He's 15? Is that? Yeah. Caddy, where did I get on that hole? I mean, that's yeah. not hard. You ask your playing partner, what do you have he me down just for? Left what and do you have look. me down for that hole? Yeah. Come on. Wah. That's another crybaby, man. I'm, well, I, I said, what do you want to do? What do you guys want to do? Tap down spike marks? Oh, Wait, yeah. You, oh, can, you, you get already to. are. You already are. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is funny. I was. I mean, wow. What a uh, tough life. I was given a putting lesson the other day, and the individual had a mallet putter. So we got to we, we got to a part about I was explaining the lumpy donut, okay? a lumpy donut, all right, around the hole. Oh, right? okay. And uh, oh, I thought he was I describing the, the mallet putter. That's what I was like, I play with a mallet putter. What do you know? <laughs> I play with a lumpy donut. I like my mallet putter. So I was explaining the area around the hole called the lumpy donut. Okay, as we know it. Okay, and so I took his putter and I said, now here's the sad part about this. This already exists. So now you have aim point reading where they walk both sides up. And down their complete line. So right. there's, yeah. there could be, if they're 10 feet, there's, you know, there's two, four, four, 16 footprints. And right? Tom Kim does it facing the other direction. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you'd have that. And then they come along and they take their mallet and they start at the ball and they start going tap, 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 tap all the way to the hole. Yeah. So they've created a, a bowling alley lane. A trough. Yep. A trough yeah. for their ball to roll into the hole. Right. No wonder they're better putters. Right. Okay. So it's kind of like. All right, so let's outlaw aim point or okay, right. or how you aim point. Right. Use okay. There's only you, know, you can only stand here when you aim point. Right. You can't go up and down the line with feet on both sides of the line because yeah. 
there's a guy next to you who has marked his ball that you know you're not going to walk in his line, but you're damaging the area where he might want yeah, to be. Yeah, the next guy's coming around. up, and, and you yeah. got groups the next group, you, right? Yeah. So and it takes it, forever. It was it was duh. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. You, you mentioned tapping down spike marks. Yeah, it's like well, I'm gonna just tap everything down everything all the way up to the hole. Spike just lay on the ground and right. yeah, and make a little and roll on it a little bit. Anything so, else uh, you need? Guys need anything think, else? Yeah. So congratulations to Jacqueline Neiman. Yes. All right. He and two others have been their live players, and they've been invited to Augusta. Uh, Jacqueline is uh, Thorburn Olson is not. Uh, Joaquin won the Aussie Open, Thorborn and Rio won uh, tournaments on the DP World Tour in Saudi, in uh, uh, UAE or United Arab or whatever. That's right. So Augusta has always had a longstanding uh, philosophy of, of international players, starting with, you remember, Hideki-san right. uh, in, in Japan. And Joaquin won the Latin American amateur, yep. you know, so... So they, you know, it's not th- their fault that golf can't get along. They don't care. Augusta, if you have a green jacket on, you do what you want. Yep. And I like the fact that these deserving players yeah. will get a chance to play because a lot of people, based on circumstances, don't meet certain other criteria. Yeah, Joaquin's got, an, from a physical... He's, a, he's got a great... From a physical a therapy standpoint, we, we talk about him, actually, in TPI. We use him as an example. On he his is, downswing? Well, he's got such oh. side bend and impact. He's going to have surgery like Zalatoris. You think? I mean, oh, he, could be, he could be genetically, anatomically uh, built, but we he's one of those swings that we kind of bring up yeah. that shows you, an excessive side bend and impact, and... And how that takes tremendous amount of skill and 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 really a, a tremendous amount of fitness ability. Yeah. To be able to protect himself. And it's with that mostly that swing. big power draw. The big power draw. Hits he just has a lot drives, of side bend and impact. Yeah. So that's how he, you know, he uh, his side bend is probably 50, 60 degrees. Yeah. Normally it's like forty. So he's got a lot of side bend. It's like yeah. watching the players through the seventies. You cringe because they get that huge reverse. It's funny you mentioned there. that. We actually brought that up at the PGA show, the TPI training they went to. That um, those old and Tom, you probably can comment. The old persimmon woods they actually had to reverse pivot to control to keep from i guess from hooking the ball i think so i can't remember now i I think i took notes on it but anyway the way they the way the old tom watson swings these old reverse pivots was actually to be able to control to to keep the ball from losing the ball one direction or the other i can't remember which way that was and then a lot of people grew up looking at that swinging that way with Modern oh, equipment, interesting. and then that's when they started really having some back problems. So it was it was a was a weird thing. I think Seve had kind of a lash, similar, yeah, well, like what, that too on his driver. Especially. And then Gary Player did that step through. I think to kind of I think that's why his little step through thing that the he release. did, and then, and then Arnold with his little his little thing that he would do. That's why you see some quirkiness to those golf swings back then to try to like maybe protect themselves a little bit. Arnie Arnie late pivoted off his back leg, mm-hmm. so it. it, it that's how you got that little spin move, right? And, all right, and a helicopter yep. had to finish that way. Uh, Gary, he stepped through because he had trouble getting off his backside on the down. Okay, mm-hmm. he, he couldn't transfer. Yep. Okay, the rotational swing went away when the square to square became the big educational. All the instructors around the world teaching the tour guys in the early seventies. It all of a sudden it came into this reverse C because of this square to square. They were huh. trying to swing the club on a line right. versus the club is not designed as a tool to swing on a line because it moves in a circle. Yeah. So that's what they were trying to do. So that's how that reverse C came up. And uh, it destroyed a lot of people yeah. physically. Yeah. Okay. 
those that could have maybe been the next greatest ever right. never had a chance. They just blew their back out. Yep, for mm-hmm. sure. We okay. see it. Mm-hmm. So and and you, you you do you see it? Yep, it, it's it, one of the things we work with you guys, and we look at the video, the down the line video, the on the front on video, and then we do our our KVS 3D analysis, and then the TPI screen, and then we try to put all that together. And like, listen, you are really set up here for some problems. Right. Um, if you continue, you know, we we got to tweak something. Yep. All right, real quick, here's your tip of the week. If you want to play better golf, hit it eight inches and four inches two times on two holes in a row, like Hideki. Out there at uh, Riviera. That right? was uh, Dude. Un- unbelievable. Bang, bang. Easy game, 62. right? 62. But I, I've, I've been on that course. Yeah, I you played don't shoot that 62 course. there. Not on Sunday. So I want to congratulate him, but more so I want to congratulate the comeback of Will Zalatoris. Yep. Yes. Not only did he back surgery and rebuild, he's had to get more rotational on his swing and mm-hmm. get rid of that. Deep sea, right? He has another one, huge side bend and impact. So yeah, that was his yeah. issue too. Very Joaquin Neiman-like on his okay. and his uh, approach to the ball. But he played last week, okay, with a final round 69 because early in the week he lost an immediate family member. Wow. And yeah, I mean, he, he was crying in the anybody. interview. He didn't say a word to anybody. Yeah. And so, you know, our prayers go out to his family it and him. Like and Thursday it's like, wow. It just goes to show you the genetic talent that these guys have to be able to the hand-eye coordination, the body control, the feel, the mental fortitude, all those things that go in to become a, a high-level professional player when you've had to now change something you've done your entire life physically but still can perform at a high level, and then you have a personal issue come up. That's yes. it. It's impressive. So just like these great players, you need great equipment. That's Ping Golf. Play your best. We'll be right back after these messages. Live on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. The Edwin Watts Golf Hour on 1010XL 92.5 FM. We are back, and uh, before it gets away from us, I'm going to go ahead and thank our sponsors, uh, Ping Golf. Play your best. Go to your local Edwin Watts Golf Shop located at Ponte Vedra Beach, A1A and Butler, uh, back at the Home Depot Plaza, Southside Fields Highway and Shad Road, and see the golfing experts for all your golfing needs. And by the way, folks, if you have a friend out of town and you want to try the game, you don't have clubs or whatever, the Edwin Watts Golf Shop at Ponte Vedra Beach offers club rentals for men and ladies righty lefty top line brands so grab a box of balls bag of tees and a glove and uh, check out a rental set and and um, go play and try it out okay uh, and 246-7893 uh, 904-246-7893 check it out and um, they will guide you and get you on your way to learning about golf uh, Premier Physical Therapy, located out at Ponte Vedra Beach. We have our guest, special guest today, Dr. Chris Kopp. Hey, the season's upon us, so uh, book yourself an appointment. Call 904-996-6922 and get a, an evaluation and get ready for this great golf season that is upon us. TPC's right around the corner. Are brought to you by Ping Golf. G430 Max 10K driver is now out. The new S159 wedge Tour Wedges are now available and out, so go check them out. Caddy Mike, what you got in the corner this morning? Yeah, thank you, Thomas. Um, they didn't get my call, so NBC is hiring another caddy. Uh, we'll see how Bones does. They're, they're putting a lot of people out there to uh, comment on that. He's got a unique perspective. I think a caddy, I think Paul Tesori would be great at this gig because he's actually in the players' heads and walking around, has a good personality. So we'll see how it goes in the Mexican Open. As Tom said, less than three weeks to the players. Be sure to get your tickets. Uh, 
parking or make arrangements because it'll be here before you know it. Uh, Sunday this year uh, is St. Patrick's Day. Last time was on Sunday. Rory won, not just because I was wearing a green jacket, but I'm sure it helped a little bit. <laughs> green uh, out. But, but yeah, uh, uh, make those plans uh, for that coming up. And, and you can and get a lot uh, of local sponsors. I mean, a lot of local charities uh, are, are benefiting from the great event that North we have Florida this Junior year. Golf, you can get players' tickets. Go to their website, oh, very nfjg.org. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can scan the QR code and uh, get yourself some players' tickets. I'm going Friday, so it should be fun. So the, I think the weather, you know, hope, knock on wood, the weather's going to be yeah, great. Yeah, that's just it. When they moved it to March, you know, that was the thing. So let's just, just hope and pray that we can get good four rounds in without any delays and, and uh, without any storms and – and hopefully not too cold, and uh, it can be like it's like it is when it's just spectacular. It's so pretty out there. I love going out there. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be good uh, this week. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, going to be up in the 70s, 75, 80 again. So get out there, get to UNF. That'd be a great time to kind of evaluate where your swing is at, where your short game is at. Uh, check with Edwin Watts and have him check. Oh, maybe it's the new kind of season for you coming together. Have them check your set out. Have them check your grips out. Maybe get yourself a couple dozen balls, some gloves, so that you can get ready to start your season in style. The courses are in really good shape. Yep. They've had a lot of nice rain Time to make them all coming. green. Time change is coming. So uh, do yourself a favor. Grab a few friends and uh, get off the concrete and uh, go play some golf and have some fun. That's it, folks. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, I think I got, I got a 5K tonight. At the stadium. Yeah. Anyway, enjoy enjoy the weather. Enjoy the weekend. Be careful. Be smart. Be uh, courteous to everybody. Okay? Because we all live here on this planet together. All right? We uh, want to see you down. Uh, you know what? Next week, I think we want to ask this question. Start thinking about it now so you can call in. How would you handle live players? What punishment should be dealt out for them to come back and play on the PGA Tour? Ooh. All right? So y'all have a great week. Uh, thank you, Ping Golf. Premier Physical Therapy out of Jacksonville Beach in Ponte Vedra. Edwin Watts Golf Shop, University of North Florida Golf Complex, and we will see you down the fairway. Cheers.